If you obsess over whether you are making the right decision, you are basically assuming that the universe will reward you for one thing and punish you for another. The universe has no fixed agenda. Once you make any decision, it works around that decision. There is no right or wrong, only a series of possibilities that shift with each thought, feeling, and action that you experience. Hi everyone, welcome and welcome back to Curly Talk Podcast. I'm your host Valerie and today is going to be an interesting podcast episode. Originally, I planned to talk about my spiritual journey and how I got into spirituality and just how I also started this podcast, but I'm not really feeling that topic right now. Also, my throat hurts and it's a really long story, so I just don't feel like talking for that long either, so today's going to be more of a short episode, but I thought I would just talk about and kind of like reflect out loud about the astrological reading that I had with oath.oracle on Instagram. She's amazing. Her name's Aisha or Aisha. I apologize if I'm spelling her name, if I'm saying her name wrong. I should have asked. But basically, she is just such an amazing soul and an amazing person. She's like beautiful inside and out. And she she read my astrology chart. She reads with equal sign, which I haven't actually heard of until her, so that was pretty interesting. And then I did the soul wealth reading since I'm basically starting this podcast. And eventually I want to turn this into like a brand and a business. I have very high dreams and high hopes for where this is going and where I'm going to be going with this. And I'm honestly really excited about it. But I digress. So I decided to do that one. It was a little bit on the pricier side. I had money saved from, um, I think it was the pandemic, like it was the assistance. I decided to use that for, to invest in myself because I figured that if I invested in myself, then I would be able to have more of a better understanding and how to align myself with how I see everything going in a more soul aligned way and maybe I could even do it in a little faster way. (laughs) I try not to focus too much on the time but obviously I'm still human so it's going to come up but just talking to her and looking at some of the aspects of my birth chart that I never realized researching it on my own was very insightful. I highly recommend if you can get a reading especially with her do it. She is like booked out until September which sucks because I kind of want another one But she also has like a cool monthly membership that I'm also going to be trying to join. And she has like other little um, ways to like get involved with her. And something that really stood out to me from my chart is the fact that the things that I most align with, with myself, are also the things that I cringe the most at with myself. So I'll give you an example. I have my North Node in Leo in the seventh house, and I have my South Node obviously in Aquarius, and I also have Jupiter, Uranus, and basically like Aquarius is kind of like a lone wolf. It's like its own little sheep. Basically like what that means is in a past life, I was kind of like a lone wolf and kind of like did my own thing. I never really asked for help. I kind of just was behind the scenes type of person. And I probably helped humanity and very into like politics and serving the community. And if you know me, that's literally like my entire passion is to service those who can't speak up for themselves for whatever reason and to speak up for them, to be the voice for them, to raise awareness, to 
bring change. And to see that highlighted in my chart as like a past life, I found very interesting because that's what I resonated easiest with. Like everything came so easy to me when I was going down that path. Volunteer opportunities, internships, like everything. I was even interning in DC like last semester and fall and it was just so easy. Everybody loved me. I would constantly be told that I was like the best intern in different places and that I was just amazing and I was doing so well and it was just like very, very easy. But in the back of my mind and in my soul, I knew that it wasn't aligned with me. I knew that I liked it because it felt like I was making a difference, but having office work and sitting behind a desk all day is just not aligned with who I am. And I even remember being like eight years old and saying like, I can never work in a cubicle because I that one episode of Spongebob where he's like working in a cubicle. And I was kind of doing just that. Like it, it wasn't a cubicle per se, but it was still like behind a screen and in an office and it was just very mundane and monotonous. And even though every day I was working on different projects and I was researching different things, which I love, I love researching, I love learning about different things. It's like my number one passion. Um, yes, I have a ninth house placement and set like placements and Sag. And I just like, I love it so much. And I hated it at the same time. I hated working in an office. I hate the monotonous of it. I wanted something that I can kind of just flow with on my own. And the interesting part with it, because I kind of went on a tangent, was that Leo wants to be the center of attention. So the fact that I was kind of like in an internship and I'm also Capricorn rising, so I basically have always been the type of person where it's like, I don't mind working from the bottom to get to the top. Like, I find that so satisfying. Love the underdogs. I will grind my way up to the top. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) But basically what she was telling me is that since Leo is in North Node in the seventh house and then I also have like a moon in the fifth house in Gemini, she's saying that I'm kind of being rewarded in this life for all the hard work that I've done in previous lives and that I can kind of just do what I want that's like fun. And I'm supposed to get into partnerships and relationships because it probably in my previous lives, I've put that on the back burner to create a difference in others' lives. And I can assure you relationships have been such a important aspect of my life in this life in terms of me growing into the person I am and into me becoming the best version of myself. I definitely could not have done this alone. And even though my relationships were like toxic and abusive and just not the best, they helped me so much more than I could ever imagine. Like I grew so fast, which can be a bad thing, but I grew so fast in a good way. I am very grateful for where I am and how I grew because even though I had to grow up fast, with like my family and like relationships and everything. I've always held on to that childlike innocence. And I think my fifth house Gemini moon placement for that. And also like my Leo North node in the seventh house because, and then also watching Disney movies my entire life. I know there's not always the greatest messages in Disney movies, but just watching Disney movies and like Santa Claus movies, it just always made me want to believe even when I'm an adult, even when I'm old and nobody believes in it, I want to believe in magic. I want to believe in fairies. I want to believe in things that people stop believing in when they get older. I want to have the magic in life no matter what. And I realized too, like when she was saying it, that I have always, ever since I was a little kid, like eight years old too, and maybe even younger than that, 
I've always seen myself having a platform. I never knew how I would get the platform, but I always saw myself just kind of like being known and not in a type of way where it's like, oh, I want to be famous and just like do whatever and just like have the paparazzi following me. And if that's what you want, cool, like you do you. But not in that way. I've always wanted a platform to use my voice to speak up for things that people don't pay attention to because it pisses me off that like people have these great platforms and the ability to connect with all these amazing people and they don't use it to help others like and I get it because like your platform isn't just to uplift other people like it's also for you but at the same time like why the hell not like why limit ourselves to just ourselves when we could raise awareness to people and places and experiences that we would not have experienced if we didn't have the platform or didn't have the research or the education and then share that to people who don't have the access to that information, who have access to our voice, who may not even know what to search for, may not even know what to research. And as someone who's like very into like politics and humanitarian efforts and all that jazz, I am just so passionate about making sure that my platform is going to be something that doesn't just raise me up but raises up other women of color that raises up other black women other latinas other people who have been systemically pushed down for millenniums for generations because by me healing myself i'm not just healing myself I am also healing the trauma of years and generations of ancestral work, years and generations of past life trauma that I probably have too, and also years and generations of trauma for Black and Latina women that have been constantly and still perpetuated in our society. And it sucks because it's just so frustrating that people don't see the injustices And that people just rather turn a blind eye. And I get it because researching it can be so overwhelming. I get it because being in the center of it can be really hard. But do you know what's harder than just researching it? Living it. And I do that every day. And I have so much privilege because I am very light-skinned. I am obviously mixed. And that just comes with so much privilege that I can't even imagine being in a darker-skinned body. Because they face so much more discrimination than I can ever imagine. And I still face discrimination for being black. And it just, it just frustrates me so much because I never understood why we have to judge other people for things that they can't even control. Like, I didn't choose to be black. And I'm, I'm fucking glad I am black, but I didn't choose it. I didn't choose to be Latina. I didn't choose to be mixed. It is something that happened. Like, I can't control that. Yet, people take it upon themselves to judge me for being mixed or judge me for being a woman. And it's like the same thing too for the LGBTQ community. It's like they didn't choose it, yet people still go out of their way to make them feel bad or less than out of something that they didn't even choose. And that was a complete faraway tangent, but I think (laughs) I just really want to use my platform to lift the voices of people who haven't felt heard. Because growing up, I never really felt heard. And I also want to use this, like, podcast and, like, this brand and what I'm creating as a way to, like, trigger the best self inside of you. Because something that I also realized and learned with the 
with the reading and I've had time to like meditate on it I had to meditate immediately after because I was so jazzed up that I was like like my soul just felt so seen and it was just literally like so loud and obnoxious in a way I was like I need to meditate I need to calm down I just felt so rattled and so good that I was like okay let's get back to earth Valerie like let's let's embody this how can I create and actually listen to what she said and what my chart says and actually become that how do I embody that fully and I realized because what she was saying with the Leo North node going back was that in this lifetime I'm supposed to be in the center I'm supposed to show my light I'm supposed to showcase myself and kind of have more of a personal brand rather than something that I hide behind and if you look at like my podcast cover and even my Instagram before I changed it and showcase myself that's what I was doing I was literally hiding behind this brand and it didn't feel necessarily right but I was just so scared to show myself. I've always been so scared to just put myself out there, especially on social media for some reason, like my everydays. But when Instagram just happened, like I, I posted everything <laughs> under the sun. But I feel like it just became this curated thing and then I became this curated thing. And I don't necessarily want to be a curated thing. I definitely like to have things in order and to look presentable because, again, I'm a Capricorn rising, but I want to just showcase life with how it is. I feel like people, especially adults, they lose their sense of their inner child. They lose their sense of fun, of making mistakes, of just doing whatever they want, of just going with the flow, and it becomes just so monotonous and so... I need to be something or I should be something instead of I want to be this. This is who I am. This is where I'm going. And I don't care if you think I'm stupid. I don't care if you think I'm insane. I don't care if you think that I'm like crazy because you know what? Weird and crazy is like my favorite things. And I don't care because if you think I'm weird, then that just means that I'm doing my job right. I remember in middle school, I prided myself on being weird. I was just like this little, this little, I don't know, the audacity I had when I was younger, which I'm so grateful for. <laughs> um, but I was just this little ball of energy because I've always been short. And I loved being weird. I would take the weirdest photos. And I've said it before, it's because I wanted people to laugh at me because I thought it'd be better for people to laugh at me than to not laugh at all. And I just had fun because people take life so serious sometimes when it's not always that serious. Like we tend to make things more serious than they are. And it's kind of frustrating because I feel like people really miss out on life because they're taking it too seriously. They think that if they make this one decision, then their entire life is just going to fall apart and it's all going to end. When in reality, like the universe is going to align with you. Like it doesn't matter what decision you make. And I am just like tired of hiding myself and I'm tired of hiding behind like a brand because I know that in order to truly align myself and in order to truly follow my dreams and become who I want to be, I'm gonna have to put myself out there. I want to just be more personable and more relatable and more just like a little kid, honestly. Like I want to have fun. I don't want to sit behind a desk all day and type. I want to read books and travel and move around and have random dance parties in my room and sing karaoke and just enjoy the little things in life. 
And if you do have an office job, like enjoy it, you know, if you like it, do it. Because I feel like also sometimes, especially like entrepreneurial um, people are just like, get away from the nine to five when it's like, no, nine to five can be really awesome. Like it's reliable, it's predictable, it's easy. And honestly, sometimes you need that. I needed that when I was first in college. It helped me so much. It just, I can't do it. But if it works for you, do it. I would just recommend to add things that also make you feel like a kid again. In the book Big Magic, she talks about how there's this one older lady. I don't know if I've already told this story, but it just I love it. <laughs> and um, she was saying in the book that there's this like older lady. She was like in her 50s or something. And she, and she hated her job. And she wanted to quit. She like hated it so much. And Elizabeth Gilbert or someone else, but they're basically like, what brings out the joy in you? What did you enjoy when you were a kid? And she said that she loved figure skating. And so she started figure skating like every day and every day after work or once a week or whatever. And she didn't go off to become the best figure skater in the world at 50, but she enjoyed her job again. She enjoyed life again because she brought back that joy and that play and that childlike innocence into the world again. She found her inner child. And I'm just, and I love that story because it just goes to show that it's not necessarily about like changing your life and doing things because you're going to be the greatest at it. Like people, especially entrepreneurial people tend to like make it seem it's more just like enjoying what you have and if you don't enjoy it, find something to enjoy it with. Instead of just complaining, let's figure out why we're complaining so we can change it and stop complaining. And obviously there are things that we're going to complain about that we can't necessarily change. And something that's helped me the most on that is accepting it. If I can't change it, I'm going to accept it how it is. Because I'm not going to spend extra energy onto something that I can't do anything about. I'd rather spend that energy on things that I can change. And I just think it's crazy how life truly will work out for you when you work with it. And I just remember like thinking like it makes me cringe when I think about putting myself out there. It makes me cringe when I think about doing the things that I want to do. And why is it making me cringe? Is it because it doesn't truly line with me? Or is it because I'm operating off of societies and what other people are telling me I should do and I should be. Because if I share my voice and if I share what I'm passionate about and if I share the things that truly align with me, isn't that just going to align me with more people who align with me? Whereas if I hide behind this brand or this ego or whatever this is, more people who are hiding behind their own ego. And I just, I want to attract people who are aligned with me. I want to attract people who are willing to act like a kid and who know that acting like a kid is one of the most adult things that you can do because sometimes we tend to forget it and there was a lot more that I learned and had epiphanies about in this reading and I again I highly recommend if you can get a astrology reading from someone that you align with too so worth it so so worth it I forgot she said so much other things but that was the thing that aligned that like really stuck with me the most because it peeled back the layer that I knew but didn't want it to admit to myself. And that's why I also love and encourage people to work with other people because sometimes you need that bird eyes view or an extra perspective to truly see what's hiding beneath the surface. And as I move on with this podcast and this brand and everything that I'm building, I'm excited to see it evolve and I'm excited to see myself put myself more out there and experience life in different ways and I'm excited to show you guys that whatever you want is possible. 
if it's something that's truly aligned with your soul. And you can work with the universe to make it come true. Because the law of oneness, what's possible for me, it's possible for you. Possible for all. And I am going to work really hard to make sure that I can show everyone that it is fucking possible. And I want you to do the same. Affirmation of the week. I choose to align with the highest version of myself. Every action and decision I make brings me closer to who I'm meant to be. Thank you guys so much for listening. I truly hope that lit a fire under your ass and I hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, please head over to my Instagram at Curly Talk Podcast and follow and just maybe screenshot this episode that you're listening and post it on your story and tag me and I'll share it. And also head over to Apple Podcasts Rate and Review. I hope you had a wonderful day, evening, whatever time you're listening to this. And thank you guys so much for listening. Truly means the world to me. I hope you guys are doing amazing. Remember, you are worthy, deserving, and capable of all the wildest dreams in your life. Thank you guys. Bye!